A River to Cross, A Story of Life, Waypoint Number 8. The book no one wants to read and even fewer want to write. Part 3 results from a painful but fearless effort to face my own demons and shortcomings. I call it the book no one wants to read and even fewer want to write because of the pain and challenge of looking at yourself honestly, critically, and thoroughly. This journey through my own life reveals the sins of unadulterated selfishness and pride, the the most revolting character traits in others and unmentionable in your own life. These despicable findings and others as well are confessed and laid out throughout this writing for all to see. Yet the pain is not just my pain, for if you honestly review, you will find yourself here too on some of these pages and inquiries because my sin is not unique to me. There is no human life left untouched by some level of selfishness and pride. Everyone willing to make a fearless search and full confession will find themselves here. Part 3 The Reality of Who We Are Before God Preface In the year that King Uzziah died, I saw the Lord sitting upon a throne, high and lifted up, and the train of his robe filled the temple. Above him stood the seraphim. Each had six wings. With two he covered his face, and with two he covered his feet, and with two he flew, and one called to another and said, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord of hosts. The whole earth is full of his glory. And the foundations of the threshold shook at the voice of him who called. And the house was filled with smoke. And I said, Woe is me, for I am lost, for I am a man of unclean lips. And I dwell in the midst of a people of unclean lips. For my eyes have seen the King, the Lord of hosts. Then one of the seraphim flew to me, having in his hand a burning coal that he had taken with tongs from the altar, and he touched my mouth and said, Behold, this has touched your lips, your guilt is taken away, and your sin atoned for. Isaiah chapter 6, verses 1 through 7. To really know myself, I had to dig deeper than I had ever gone before into who God is. Like Isaiah, I saw the Lord for who he is, or at least as much of him as my mind could take in at this point in my life and spiritual journey. Seeing the all-holy God, I recognized that in spite of all my efforts to be holy, I was blind, pitiful, poor, wretched and naked before the one true holy God. By necessity, God's holiness sets him apart, far apart from me because I was conceived in sin, I was brought forth in sin, and in sin I have lived my life. Even when I was, quote, preaching, end quote, I was doing it in my strength. I did not understand God's glory at the depth I needed to, and I am just now understanding it at the most elemental levels. Sin, my definition, but based on the whole counsel of Scripture, is failing to recognize and honor God for who He is. There are many sins, ways that I fail to acknowledge and honor God through obedience to His Word, 
But the core or essence of sin is failing to give God the glory that he is due and must have. This same thought was expressed quite uniquely by Erwin Russell in the poem Christmas Night in the Quarters. The sinfulness of sin ain't the sin you sin in, but the spirit you sin in. Paul, writing under the inspiration of the Holy Spirit, said it like this, For I am not ashamed of the gospel, for it is the power of God for salvation to everyone who believes, to the Jew first and also to the Greek. For in it the righteousness of God is revealed from faith for faith, as it is written, the righteous shall live by faith. For the wrath of God is revealed from heaven against all ungodliness and unrighteousness of men who by their unrighteousness suppress the truth. For what can be known about God is plain to them because God has shown it to them. For his invisible attributes, namely his eternal power and divine nature, have been clearly perceived ever since the creation of the world in the things that have been made, so they are without excuse. For although they knew God, they did not honor him as God or give thanks to him, but they became futile in their thinking, and their foolish hearts were darkened. Romans chapter 1 verses 16 through 21. We cannot honor God for who he is apart from a saving relationship with Jesus Christ. Yet even as born-again believers, we have so far to go. We have to get from full of ourselves to empty, then be filled again with him so that it is no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me, Galatians 2.20. We have to learn the holiness of God, the sinfulness of sin, and the high and holy place God is calling us to. Lord, help me. The journey is long, and I am so weak.